I put a lot of pressure on my guests every time they come onto the show, but I'm putting all the pressure onto you, Brandon. I want you to blow me away, such as with a, you could you get skeptical with it, or you could just, what's on your mind? That always blows me away. Your mind goes all over the place, much like myself, which is why I think we get along pretty well. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm Brandon Skeptic, it's a Skeptophobia podcast, and I just like to ask why, like why something being shown to me, why is this happening while this other thing is happening? on the slide this is where your attention goes and this is like what's really happening like uh everybody's trying to pass a bill while uh something's happening with a celebrity so i'm always like looking at stuff like that but um a few topics i have is like uh so we, we uh we looked at the the way this happened is was the uh biden glitch with the microphone yeah and the cgi and so Lately, there's been like all kinds of uh, flubs and like, <laughs> I just thought of one. Did you see the one where uh, he's like walking with his wife? Up? I think it's like day one when he's inaugurated and um, he's walking with his wife and his wife like nudges him. She's like, salute the Marines. And then he's walking and he just says, salute the Marines. Yes, you <laughs> tagged me in that. I saw that, but I thought it was an earpiece in his ear because you heard somebody say, salute, uh, make sure you salute the Marines. And then he said, salute the Marines and like walk past him. You even saw one of the Marines like, what the fuck? And people were like, oh, that was edited. That was fake. That was somebody adding a vocal thing in there. I'm like, but he said the word. So I don't know if you can pull from like a, sp and this is the issue with the world today is that when you go down a conspiracy rabbit hole, even when they label that type of thing it's so hard to know what's true and what's not which is why i say nothing is true is because you could falsify especially nowadays like they had oh, that man that app wombo did you see that app no but i got i got an example too keep going I'm about to say you can take a picture of your i have a picture of me from like five years ago that i took where i or not even five years ago like yeah i, I would say probably four three years ago maybe of me with my face cropped up next to tom holland's face and it was from a christmas party and i used i put it in the wombo app and it made my lips my eyes my whole head even though you couldn't see the 360 degree like what's behind my ears or anything like that it made all the whole screen morph like i was singing michael jackson's uh thriller and i was like this is scary because now you're not going to know what's true. We saw that with the rise of Photoshop, but now everything's like, even with the mic thing that I sent you, where his hand was in front of the mic, looked like a green screen that he was on. People are like, well, it was the angle. Then they showed multiple photos down the long line of paparazzi saying, it's like, if your hand's a little bit closer to your face than your other hand, it looks like your other hand's bigger. And I'm like, that's... That's not it. I don't understand what's happening. I'm mad at this. I'm mad at justice for Johnny Depp. I don't know. We're not going <laughs> to see Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're not going to know what's true in our world anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I've seen the uh, face things where it'll be a celebrity on a regular person's face. Oh, I saw a creepy one where it was Tom Cruise, and uh, he's, like, walking in, and he trips, and then he does all these things. Hey, you know, this reminds me of whatever, whatever. But you can, you can – it's almost – like you can't tell that it's a fake face. It's so close, but there's an uncanny valley, you know. Um, well, it's his tooth. His he has one tooth that's dead center in the, in the center, middle of yeah. his face. Yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was a there was a pod Obama. He has a podcast now. Everybody has a fucking podcast, dude. My UPS guy just asked me the other day if I listen to podcasts and to check his out. I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
everybody's got one even me but um yeah but you deserve one oh well thank you so uh oprah and obama they did an interview and there's like a video of them like setting up uh obama's like walking onto the green screen that's <laughs> so tough it, it reminds me of star wars where they have the little hologram thing <laughs> but this is like way more advanced than the star wars tech so obama's sitting in his chair and, and oprah's sitting in her chair but they're each in a green screened room and now there's a backdrop of like a presidential room or whatever and they're in the same room and different places and it looks like they're exactly in the same place and some people say that the uh prince harry and oh what's her name the princess uh that their interview might have been the same deal why wouldn't they show the realness of it because i think that makes them more relatable and i think that's probably the biggest issue with why people don't like are like picking up everything that these governments and all these organizations are doing is because they're so they come from such a high pedestal like when that oprah winfrey interview came out and people were like what this happens in the uk i'm like no shit it happens everywhere but people were like so surprised i'm like because the royal family wants to seem superior but in politics we shouldn't have anything of royals because make it relatable so people can be like i understand you made a mistake when i see biden tripping up steps i don't think oh i do think look at this guy but at the same time, I'm like, oh, damn, like he's just kind of, I know what that's like tripping up a step. But he did it multiple times where it made me question his mental health, where I was like, is he OK? Like, are we going to have another year? Um, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've always uh, before he was. Uh, inaugurated. Question. Yeah. Yeah, right. So uh, I made a joke on my podcast about him being just a puppet, just a, a living stamp. That just goes, ooh, they might as well just give him a stamp with his name on it. Ooh, ooh, and I was right. And um, so <laughs> who's giving him these stacks? He's not writing these <laughs> the stacks and stacks of, ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even quote all the flubs. I think flubs their he best has. time that they have is probably when he's asleep. They're like, okay, now we can start getting to work while he's taking his like 20 hours of sleeping and the four hours that he's actually awake to just walk from plane to plane to place to place. Well, I've heard that there's like an AI uh, computer. You throw in the keywords and it, uh, and it why are these bills like 6,000 pages? Who's writing this? Nobody's got time to write it or read it. So uh, it's just auto-generated and type in countries. And then uh, I think all these bills are auto-generated because there's somebody that's pulling the puppet strings. That's, that's I mean, automated stamp. People say it's ridiculous, but I'm like, guys, this is probably like the most exposure anything close to an Illuminati has possibly been shown just with the amount. And now it's just going on to these, like even picking up like CGI things or stuff of that sort. It's like now I'm just I'm really trust like not trusting technology just because I'm like, I don't know what to believe in anymore. But to think that there's not some secret organization that's moving around the backdrops of things and saying things or posting things to fits their best narrative. I'm like, there's probably one dude on a fucking not an epstein island but on his own island it's billions of like man. 20 million dollar chimps or whatever the hell that's going on there <laughs> and he's just like nobody even knows my name but you know what i got more money than fucking elon musk and bill gates there's somebody like that doing that or multiple people so uh you ever see the island of dr moreau no oh, oh boy 
<laughs> so uh this is a really old movie uh, i need to look it up and watch it again i watched it when i was younger but it's about a scientist on an island uh making hybrid people chimeras with uh animals and uh people and they all uh love him and it's uh, it gets real weird but uh there's tons of uh talk this is one of my favorite i, I hoped we would get here uh i love the idea of chimeras it's on the board over there and uh chimeras no it doesn't yeah are? yeah okay so i bro i bet there's a million islands of unknown things like the the uh, people groaning cows and the uh spider goats and body armor and all kinds of secret experiments superpowers oh china they uh they announced that they're doing uh chinese super soldiers that is I mean, I kind of figured that was happening somewhere. I mean, even with when we did Men Who Stare at Goats, that movie, when it was based off Project Jedi, I mean, we thought about that. We just gave up on it. I'm like, that's what I was – I was bringing up this probably 20 or 30 episodes ago, but it's like – we're forcing evolution with the neural link. We're forcing humans to be able to do things that I feel like we could possibly get there naturally with enough time, maybe a thousand years. We might be able to understand somebody else's thoughts or be able to have conversations inside of our heads. But now the neural link's going to do that force for us. It's going to force it, which I'm like with this type of stuff, you really don't want to force because it usually tends to go wrong. That's, I mean, even with the island or something like that, there was an island not too long ago where it was like a military like testing zone and all the animals that were experienced to these like nuclear explosions or these tests or stuff like that had been like uh, mutated into these like eight foot lizards and shit like that that were like ridiculous that would make our mind go, that sounds like a movie. And it was like, that was an actual island. Nobody inhabited it, but the creatures there had severe like evolutionary like mut mut mutants or mutant abilities or stuff like that, such as like a lizard with two tails. That's possible reality. We've seen cows with two heads on the internet before from some fucking farm in like Milwaukee or some shit. But when it goes down to like, oh, fucking super soldiers, man. I don't know. Can we make Captain America? Or are you going to have a lot of people with a severe disability? Like if I could give you super strength, okay? Brandon, you have super strength now. But you can't control your hands. You have like the palsy or whatever where you can't close your hands. Would you still want super strength? So that's just you got fists. You, got you can't to... make the fist. Your hand's just like a duck. Well, if the world's made of cardboard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a, like right here, uh, My Hair Academia. They got powers, but they got drawbacks. Makes sense. It's probably um, the most realistic it would be if we actually had super mutant powers. There'd be some drawbacks. And then there was a Project Power on Netflix. Did you what? watch that one? Project Power. I've been off Netflix since The Ranch came out, part seven. Yeah, uh, my wife would watch it. But um, Bo's cool. Just watch him for his voice. But um, so Project Power, uh, they had a pill that would give you power for like five minutes. But it would like, yeah, you could have power, but uh, take too many. You OD and the power goes out of control. And uh, I think all this is... I like I like the idea of predictive programming, um, getting you ready. Aliens, 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 aliens. All right, I'm bored of aliens. They'll be here eventually. 
but superpowers, superpowers, superpowers. Ah, they'll be here eventually. I think there's going to be some uh, Bill Gates garage uh, superpower scientists. There's going to be. Don't uh, say we're going to get sick of the superpower thing, bro. The Snyder cut just came out and everyone lost their shit. I knew like 12 people that were like, I haven't slept, man. I'm really having a, I have to call out of work. I'm like, you just watched a four hour movie at night. Like, and you're upset that you have to go to work the next day. I was like, cause Snyder cut, bro. It's like, it's, it's going to be the best thing in the world. It's trending on Twitter. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, don't make us super sick or sick of superpowers. You're all right about the aliens thing though, because they even put that in the bill that they just passed and all that. And it was like all littered through the bill. And now everyone's like, who gives a shit? They'll be yeah. here when they get here. I'm like, Two years ago, we were storming Area 51. People were ready to die by running up like a ninja to Area 51. (laughs) And now we're saying, all right, well, now there's the best possible explanation of, oh, my God, we're about to find aliens. People are like, no, I'm going to give up on that. I'm like, damn. Yeah, what? They gave us the technology. We'll see them. Yeah, I doubt we'll find them. What are we going to do? They made the pyramids, you know? Um. So, uh, dang, what we get to before the aliens? Oh, yeah, superpowers. Um, yeah, I think superpowers will get here, super soldiers. Uh, robots, the the uh, AI, or not the AI, they ain't got it yet. But, um, you know, the uh, the robots that be dancing? Did you see the dancing yeah. robots? Yeah, they're going to... What will what happen if there's a thousand of them and they got a little strap on them? See, my fear Versus is that... Super soldiers, and it's going to be... My it's, fear... It's, it's a competition. My fear is the movie Repo Men is going to happen where they're like, okay, we're going to install this AI hardware into you, but then you have to make payments. And if you miss a payment, we're coming for the technology. And I'm like, yo, you don't want to have like, it'd be cool to have like an artificial liver if you don't have one. But then there's going to be people that are going to be like, well, I want my liver taken out so I can have that. It's like, but your liver works fine. It's like, yeah, but it would be cooler if I had a robotic one. Like it's going to get to that point of things. And I'm like, look, if they're doing that and they're putting an expensive piece of equipment inside of you, there's a possibility they're going to do what they do with the Internet and do some payments where you got to pay like a certain fee every month. And if you don't pay that fee, some guy's going to come in with a butter knife and take back the liver. Well, I'd worry about the Neuralink just, hey, clickety clackety. Now you're the super soldier. You just work out 100 against. Oh my God. Don't don't put that in my head. (laughs) You know how hard sports would be if some dude could just hack you and have you win the Olympics? Yeah. Uh, Just (laughs) grab a controller. Just think, though, like we talk about, let's say if a guy told you, I'm going to put a robotic chip in your head. And it's going to be able to control you from some other dude in Japan or something, whatever. They can control you. They can hack into you and they can change your whole entire life like a super soldier, make you a Captain America type. Saying it like that, people are like, I don't know. I don't know if I want somebody controlling me to maybe do nefarious things. But I get fucking Sam Elliott to narrate it, the commercial, like a silver, <laughs> a silver auto truck or whatever. Like, have you ever wanted a Neuralink into your head? It would fucking, you'd be in. People would be hooked. And you get a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen when Adam West died, they replaced him in Family Guy with um Sam Elliott. It's Wild West is what they called him. It's Adam West's cousin. Everything. It's like, can you just narrate my voice? It's like, you just called Meg. And if you really liked a girl that doesn't do much and is not too good on the eyes, but you really enjoy having some laughs and you'd really enjoy talking to Meg. And I'm like, I'm fucking in, man. I date her after that. Yeah, that's what I was just saying about... uh 
the branch. You just watch it for him, most likely. Oh, and oh, and when uh, Hyde got kicked off, I, I was like, I'm out. But then I was like, oh, he did that thing. That's see, my argument with cancel culture is because I had a buddy talk about like because he's from a different country. He's like, where's your freedom of speech now with cancel culture? I'm like, the law is different from people's thoughts. People are can't people are cancel culture. The law isn't cancel culture. So you can say what you want. You just got to remember the society or people around you might not like that. But it's very hard to cancel a person unless they do something like Hyde did from, uh, you know, what he came out with his sexual allegations, the me too stuff. That's when a person can get canceled, but saying a joke or saying something like that, it's very hard to take down a person that way. Yeah. I, uh, there's plenty of people pushing back and keeping, uh, dancing on the line. It's fun to dance on the line. Unless you're doing like a sober walk thing where the cops trying to test you from walking in a straight line, you're dancing left and right. And it's like, hang on a second. This is not a Michael Jackson music video. You need to, we need to check if you're sober. Look what I can do. I can do this. It means I'm sober. I would fall otherwise. Look how impressive I am. I did a backflip. You know. <laughs> when you say walk in a straight line, all I can think of is Biden walking upstairs. And I'm like, could he even pass that if he wasn't even driving? Like, you just pull out the passenger. Like, excuse me, can you uh, yeah, give the salute right at the ending after you do five different tumbles and falls trying to recover? Yeah, that is a tough video. It makes the whole whole thing look bad to, to, to the world who do you want though who do you want people to see because like it's funny because like people united states is always under the thumb or radar of everybody and i'm like every other country's like they just put the thing oh. out for uh what what uh that's what all this means right here what is what the eagle and the yeah power ranger yep <laughs> i can barely see it because the camera's so far is that vegeta yeah. on the thing too no, there's a there's a Magneto, there's a, a Red Skull, there's an Eagle. That's America getting the chain. This is a, the White Power Ranger and Black Power Ranger trying to fight back for America. And then way up here, one that's my favorite is the Screen Slaver. You know which one that is? No. Uh, in the Incredibles, there was a uh, okay, the second one. Yeah, the Screen Slaver was sick, and this is what we're doing. We're all stuck by the screen it's all fighting we're all under the thumb of this secret corporation over here in the shadow of the world <laughs> i call it it's hydra yep. wear my hat but yeah man hydra's real that we're all being uh all our goods and tariffs and the world organization do you think if i exposed you to everything every single question you had about like if there was a secret sling blade person killing celebrities do you think you'd want to know that type of stuff or do you like just having like this like idea that it could be true and maybe like an inclination that hey it's possibly a real thing like what i want to know the illuminati is real i I don't know if I'd be happy with the answer if they said yes. I think I like the idea that that's possibly a real thing. I like seeing things that point to that, but knowing that it is real and knowing that it's all in a deeper control and everything that we've been forced or shown on the TV and all these things that we do these elections and vote to be able to make a presidential candidate. And you're telling me it doesn't matter because there's some dude sitting on a fucking 
what do you call it? A memory foam mattress that's just like controlling everything from a fucking phone. Well, uh, I forget which one, but one of these old billionaire dudes had like seven heart transplants. And uh, and then these old dudes got all the money and they just still maneuvering and wrecking countries, economies and on to the next one. And then uh, life extension, if we get there and they get it. And I'm like, oh, my God. But have you seen what's his name? Prince Harry, the guy that's in the hospital at like 98. Do you want life extension if that's the life they're going to give you? Yeah, you get to keep on living, but you look like that. I mean, if they can make me look like Sam Elliott hot when it comes to like being old, I'll do it. But at <laughs> the same time, that's like a Patrick Swayze type. Like you don't ever really get those looks naturally. So getting back into the predictive programming. Oh, superpowers, superpowers. Um, so there's uh, the Johnny Depp movie where he puts his brain in a computer. Immortal. That's what happens in doing clicky clacking. Transcendence. Yeah. So then there's also a movie I think went like snuck under the radar where this dude he switched his body with a younger dude and ended up killing the old dude or something. Or with Ryan he... Reynolds? No, I don't remember what movie. Um, maybe. I'm about to say there's a movie with Ryan Reynolds where the guy I think he played um, what's that old movie with the guy from Egypt? Or it was like an Egypt movie. And he was like a he was like the emperor or whatever. He plays in the same movie with Ryan Reynolds where he gets switched into a younger version, uh, like a, a person that died. Like they would take someone that you think was dead, like in the hospitals, like we talked about before. They'd pronounce you dead and they would just use your organs for something like you hear the joke on Family Guy. Uh, what do we got here? Well, we got a brand new heart. Who's it come from? A uh, dude was just in a motorcycle accident. That legit actually happened. They did that with. um. I talk about the biomedical tissue services of, of Japan or whatever it was called, where they come around in these vans and pick up people hospitals. And we saw this in an interview. I think it was like two years ago where they were saying, or, or Alex Jones kind of exposed it was um, this person say they would take the baby or the, the cells or the, the thing. And then a bunch of these helicopters and all these things would come in and they'd ship it off. Cause you have a valuable amount of time to be able to use those essential stem cells. That was the biggest fear was that it was coming from, people that were like newborn babies was the whole giant fear and everything like that but the one dude in the interview I've, i i mean i've seen this thing in forever so i could be getting this wrong but he was talking about like if a mother didn't want their baby or wanted to abort their baby or something like that they would take the baby and it was like telling your telling a, a brand new family or brand new parents that their baby died after it was out of the womb and then they would use that baby and they would ship it off somewhere to be like given to the government or, you know, to get the organs or get the stem cells and stuff. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I'm not. Yes, nuts. I've heard, I, no, I've heard this. I've okay. heard this. Yes. I was I've, like, I I've saw heard, that interview and like, if you didn't go there, I was going to keep it going there. <laughs> I about to say, cause even saying that, like, if you know more about it, we're going to keep the baby comfortable. Yeah. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. Well, we keep the baby comfortable. And it was like, what did you just say? What did you just tell me? And like, people are like, wait a minute, does this actually happen? It's like, yeah, they will not save somebody's life. If they're in a terrible gunshot accident or a severe motorcycle accident, not in the fear of like, and they brought it to like, oh, it's maybe it would hurt the surgeon's record. No, 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 no. They would use the organs. If that person had no living kin to be contacted to, they would let that person die and use the organs where they were needed to be tested on, to be experimented on, to be given to someone else. That is fucking true 
that makes you start to look at things like this and be like, how much of this is true? Even if there's a sliver of truth in it, I feel like there's still some stuff you should be at least be cautioned of. Soylent green is people. I can't believe you said to make them comfortable. That is exactly what he said, too. So, um, man, yeah, it's it's getting wild that there could be a sliver of truth to, to all of these things. And so um, changing, changing the verbiage, changing the word stem cell research and, and um, uh, it's, it's black magic. Is it? Don't inject, don't partake of the blood of another human or whatever, like uh, uh, vampirism, life extension. That is true, yeah. Um, life extension. Uh. Well, then when do we hit to the point where it turns into Frankenstein, where we're going to start bringing people back from the dead? So uh, recently, very recently, I heard that Frankenstein was an allegory for the merging of man and technology. And... Like uh, in life extension. Well, it's trying to bring something back from the dead, which I feel like that's using the, technology. How how far out of the realm of like that might sound crazy right now, but how far out of the realm of possibility is that not going to be crazy anymore? Like I, I talked about a few times. There's an old Greek uh myth um called Hermephistes or something like that, and it was um this son of Aphrodite. And Hermes, and he was the most gorgeous, like a Brad Pitt of the ages. And he was swimming in a pond, and a nymph had jumped into the water and started kissing on him. And he was trying to push her away and shove her off. And she prayed to the gods to make them united forever. And he turned the person, morphed the two, and they made him half man, half woman. So he, one half of them was girl, one half of them was guy. That sounds crazy back then, but. To now, it kind of sounds normal. A lot of people feel like they're born as the wrong gender or something, which in some cases I believe is true. Yeah. But how far is it until technology and so we're able to bring things back from the dead and it's known as normal? It's probably going to start with goldfish and things of that sort, but we're already giving ourselves pacemakers and things to be put into our brains to be able to resuscitate us if we do get close to death or die. So uh, you can... I think you can freeze a goldfish and it, and it, you can un you can thaw it and it's still alive. So. Yeah, it hibernates. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, just give us that, you know. So uh, the Project Power uh, movie is. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. Be careful with the freezing thing because we don't want to Walt Disney this because that, that that's like the biggest theory. Why is there a movie called Frozen when you Google Disney's Frozen? <laughs> What comes up? Building a snowman is different than freezing your grandpa. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 shifting the verbiage. It's changing the vernacular. When you if you Google Disney Frozen, like the guy, you're not gonna find the head. You're gonna find the moon. I feel more comfortable though. Like the old Frankenstein legend was using electrical eels to be able to like bring something back to life. That was how the real experiment was done. It wasn't like raising something up to get hit by a lightning bolt. I feel more comfortable with that than I do with some person just taking technology and bringing somebody back to life. Cause then it starts to question like, why wouldn't they put a factory reset in there why would they be like hey we're going to give you this chip to the internet and we're going to put it in your head and not do anything to be able to control you like robocop that's how the fucking movie went so the idea 
is if we get the neural link, you can access the internet and then you can just talk to the person and oh, the things that you would say with your words, you can convey better with and faster with the neural link. And you'd say that uh, we think we would get there. Um, but people have gotten there. There's drawings on walls, there's monks on mountains, there's uh we we probably just think a guy sitting there sees what we see but maybe he's dmt and maybe he's he's hitting the he's playing ready player one we don't we don't know what's going on he hit the level of of seeing and hitting the dream world and controlling everything he, he, that life is better and in your most recent episode you talked about we probably don't need as much food as we think we need and they would live longer they would eat less they would they would do less Monks. So they, they would have less stress and eat less instead of over consuming and stress on the body. They would connect probably with each other. And it's probably it's secret. They ain't going to tell us what they're doing. Well, it's like, look at the past. For how long have they been telling you that stress kills? Stress will take you and they'll, it'll kill you. Stress is just, it's too much on your body. You know, you never want to really be stressed. You want to try and find calmness, but now they're telling you, you need a certain amount of stress. It actually, it boosts your immune system. Um, I was listening to a podcast. They're talking about coronavirus and immunologist was on there talking about like uh, your body fighting infections. And he was saying that if you have no stress is usually when you get more sick because it lowers all your defenses back in the day when you were surviving, such as like the Spartan era, you would literally be freezing cold shirtless in your underwear, but you would adapt to it. So you wouldn't actually be cold. You would learn to fight for survival. It keeps your immune system up. It keeps your strength up. It keeps you on guard. And now it's like when you have those rest days, those me days that I freaking hate so much where someone's like, I need a personal day. It's like, okay, what the hell are you doing? Are you freaking fighting saber tooth tigers and shit? Or are you just having a bad anxiety attack or something like that? But they go and say, I need a me day. And then they feel even worse when they take that me day because their body has a chance to, to go down and be like, all right, our immune system doesn't need to be on guard anymore. We can go focus on some other things like getting some sleep. And then they go the next day. I have a bit of a cold. It's like, you just stayed in your house all day. And that's why. It's a balance of both rest and stress. What is exercise and lifting weights? You're putting stress on your body. You're breaking it down to get stronger, to, to, to rest, and then you'll be better the next day. Yeah. So is, is this just the world working today is why we have all these weird ideas of super soldiers? Or if we look at all the old folklores and myths and rituals and religious texts and scriptures and stories that we've been told for years and years and years, has that fascination always been there? Like if you look at like um, the movie X-Men Apocalypse, when the dude's in the giant pyramid, he's trying to transfer his body over to the other guy or transfer his mind into the other dude's body. That's same thing as transcendence is just turning it into technology or being able to transfer it somewhere else. Like that movie, like whatever, uh, the Jason Bourne or whatever the hell it was where they try to transfer the dude's consciousness or erase his memory and give him fake ones. Is that just always been there about people of trying to find a way? Because immortality has always been chased after throughout the ages. I mean, this isn't just a new topic. Everybody's been trying to find ways to prolong their health or be able to live forever. But is this not what we're doing? Is this not immortality? I'm going to die. I know that for a fact. But this here, this digital, these lights, this won't die. Unless someone morphs my face into like Tom Holland and then I'm fucked. But uh, 
this catalog, this this making videos, all we all these people, they want to be seen, they want to be done. But they're always adding the amount of data that we can load into this neural link, this brain, this Google AI that we're training to every question we ask, it, it learns it's a single brain and we're the nodes. It's it's this technically is is it's a grasp for like uh immortality. Yeah, it's a uh legacy. Yeah, but that only lasts as long as the internet's going to last. And I think in our minds, we think the internet's going to last forever, but I can see it. What happens if a, a spike or solstice thing from the sun comes and knocks everything out and then we have no internet and we have to restart from the beginning. How many times has it happened? <laughs> uh, raising the questions. <laughs> That's my favorite. You ever play Assassin's Creed? Uh, I own every single one and I've got them all hundred percent. There you go the animus the, really the ancient civilization that got wiped out by the sun oh okay. we, all, we all making something to try to save us from the sun there's like nine of these machines on the world but they're incomplete you need to take the app we need to go put it in the spot you need to, oh you if you don't put the apple in you could just be the last person and create the law of the land your words will be written on the tomes and then they'll be corrupted through the ages because they'll be interpreted however that's desmond in his story and you got me man let me tell you something that imagine okay so this kind of links into my thought about the imagine this the digital deal so there's an amazon new little echo dot or whatever the hell it's called where it, they're going to put a barcode on your hand and you'll be able to scan it and it'll actually your payments can go through that it's like having your bank card it's a new commercial that just came out a buddy of mine just sent it to me and actually x power ranger by the way um yeah. i'll link you guys up but um, he sent it to me and it was like, can you believe this? I'm like, it's the digital deal. You're kind of doing that already when you're on your computer or when you're posting anything on social media or when you accept terms and conditions without reading them. You're already accepting that they're going to use your information and sell it somewhere or use anything about you to try and make sure they can use you as a product. I just think a lot of people didn't think they were going to be the product. Now we're kind of the product, but it goes into a deeper thing. Imagine if I hook you up to an animus. And I say, while you're in the animus, you're going to live a, a full, your full life, your full length. Nothing's going to be affected. So if you're 30 now, you'll live to be 100, just like when you were supposed to die if you live normally. But you're going to live it as another person. You get to spend all that time in this machine. You can go back to any time period you want. But while you're in there, without feeling the pain of what's going to happen to you here, we're going to turn you into just a floating head, and you're going to be used as like a battery. You would be like, but am I going to be a floating head in the animus? No, 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 no. You're going to live anybody you want to be. If you want to be fucking Mariah Carey, you get to be Mariah Carey back in 1600. You could be, you could have fun back then. You are not even going to know what's going to happen. You're not going to feel any of it, but you're going to experience this whole other life, but you're going to be a battery and just a floating head. Would you accept that digital deal? Because I bet if I explained that in a better way or gave Sam Elliott's voice to narrate that people <laughs> would accept that fucking deal. You so yeah, I was I wasn't on I wasn't on board until you said Sam Elliott. Um <laughs> <laughs> he would have got me. So um ready player world ready player one. Um the world's ended, all of it's explored, all the trees are gone. It's a dump because we're all stacked in these storage containers that um it, we look like uh district nine. 
um, let me go into this world where it's sick and I can make money and I can have fame and I can, there's no risk of death. I'm chilling in a chair, but then they blew up his grandma's house because they thought he was home <laughs> or his aunt's house or whatever. He was too successful. We know exactly where you are. See, but it, if you look at like, how many people in this world today are actually happy with who they are and where they're at in life? How many people wake up and they take up three or four seats on an airplane or in a bus or on something like that? And they just want to be this Brad Pitt fucking sling of a dick type of guy. And they're telling somebody comes up to them and gives them an offer of saying, hey, we're going to put you in this Brad Pitt life and we're going to give you Brad Pitt's looks. But you're going to be a floating head. But in this animus simulation, you're going to be everything you could possibly want more. You're never going to have to worry about pain ever again. You're going to have billions of dollars to be able to spend and have whatever, do whatever you want. And you could have superpowers in this fucking world. That digital deal gets a little bit more slicked up when they say it that way. And they do that. And there are people that will accept that. I want to know who they're going to try and fix and what they would consider fixing when they start giving people superpowers or when they start doing this super soldier program. Who are you going after? Are you going after people that have been exploded by an IUD or exploded by some type of mass explosion during war crisis or in some type of fire or something like that, where you're going to make their life better because they might be a vet vegetable they might be in a coma or are you going to start trying to fix people that feel like their biggest since their biggest issue is they can't pay their electric bill you're going to be like oh well then let me fix you with this i don't consider that an issue if you can't fix pay your electric payment that sucks but that's not only being a floating head or not having the capability to move your whole entire body why aren't we fixing people with als or fixing people with like leaf what is it? Lou Gehrig's disease where you get locked down into your own body. I think it's ALS. But why aren't we fixing people like that that have to talk with a computer with their eyes? Why aren't we asking them if they would like to do this type of thing or if they would like to try and find better ways to fix that? We're being able to, I guess, what is it? Fix paralysis. Um, I think they were able to do some type of spine surgery on a monkey first, and they're going to start implementing that in humans. That was like last year. They did that in like China or something like that, being able to fix the paralyzed monkey. It's like, why can't we work on those types of things? Why does everything have to be bringing back something from the dead, focusing on something like trying to give somebody like you can get your whole fucking eyes tattooed, but I I still can't take a picture of the fucking moon with my iPhone 12. What the fuck is this? Like I, I have, I have my goes and my abouts, I would say, about technology right now. So you brought up the islands of monkeys. That dude's just a billionaire doing his thing. You brought up, we're, we're talking about these people with secret islands doing nefarious things. <laughs> They're doing it by choice. <laughs> they get yeah. to pick, pick and choose. This is my interest. I like uh, combining three animals and making modern dragon all these people sitting on their money like dragons <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second well, what animals would you combine three of them together to make a dragon i know isn't a chimera isn't that a lion or something mixed with like a snake and then mixed with like a bat or something that has like bat wings or something yeah um yeah and it has like a, a bird four legs instead of like lion claws it has like the talons of the bird but chimera is just like a that's exactly what it is, but then it's used also as a term for um, just a mix of multiple animals. 
or okay. like a, a person in animals or and then there's look there's the there's the cyborg guy there's the animal guy what we talked about giant mantises there's a giant mantis island there's probably <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's gonna get to is we're gonna fuck up somebody's gonna do something like i look as much as this is a conspiracy with a lot of people, and I don't know if you can really rule it out, is that the coronavirus is created in a lab. And everyone's saying it's, yeah, everyone's saying, oh, I don't, that, that's bullshit. It's like, but there's a lab in Wuhan, a level four lab where they're known to test infectious diseases and create diseases. But people are like, oh, that's bullshit. That's, yeah, that's propaganda. <laughs> but it's like, hold on a second. The whole term batshit crazy, do you know where that stems from? No, but. No, I can tell you. Okay. So a bunch of scientists, researchers were doing an experiment at labs trying to test like what, oh, what, what time are they active? When do they go outside and feed? How do they survive when they're in a cave all day? So at nighttime, these scientists were sitting outside of a cave and they don't understand, they didn't know at the time, but when bats come out of the cave, what's the first thing you do? When you wake up after a long sleep, you're probably going to the bathroom. So all these bats started shitting and these they, scientists got covered in bat shit and they literally went crazy because it's like salmonella in your pee. The, yeah. the, the amount of that poison their brains and they slowly started to die. Some of them that got more than the other ones, um, they all eventually did die, but some died like the first day, second day. And I think the longest one was like the one that was exposed to the least amount of bat shit. And she died like a, a few days later, like four or five days later, but she went insane. She, her mind slowly started to deteriorate from the chemical smell and all of that. So it, man, there's so much about animals. We don't understand. If you start crossing people with animals, I mean, I could see the benefit of it. If you could talk about like being able to be like basically invincible, like a cockroach, Sure, but what's going to stop you from whenever you smell a fucking crumb that's locked in your pantry from six years ago when you had Christmas dinner at your fucking house? What's going to stop you from crawling around on top of the ceiling trying to find that fucking crumb? That's what I'm saying is, yes, there's perks to blending people with animals, sure, but that's probably the closest we could talk about super genetics is what we're going to be experimenting is trying, like, we can manipulate crops, we can manipulate insects, we can manipulate plants. What about about when it comes to manipulating people how far is too far are you telling me yeah we can put let's say replace a heart valve you can get a pig heart valve or you can get something like that but what happens if you get a, a cow heart valve does that mean i can shit standing up like it it goes down deeper when you start looking at like okay there's all these positives but what's that one little negative you got on your board over there that's crossed in a really really small writing that i can't really read and it's like well Okay, if we blend you up with, um, let's say, a Brad Pitt, some types of Brad Pitt genetics, it's a possibility that you could grow a tumor on your brain or your kid might have two heads. And it's like, that's a big fucking con, man. Even with all those positives. I don't think about the con, though. Think about all the positives. You're going to be fucking handsome. You're going to be ripped. You're going to have a amazing movie like fight club that gets mentioned all the time and it's like still man my kid having two heads you're kind of touching some boundaries there so you know about the crisper yeah yeah <laughs> so the cost the cost is sterilization oh so you make the super soldier but he's sterile he can't he can't taint 
the 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 population it won't multiply it won't become go out of control it won't we just grew him in a lab he's sterile and he doesn't know anything winter soldier he doesn't his mind um are you so, telling me captain america uh sterilized that would make sense why you didn't have kids damn that really fucking blows that's like um how to get a mule you breed a donkey and a horse together, but a mule can't breed with another mule. They can't have litters, so you could you have to keep but, breeding a donkey with a horse. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'm just I, it's, so, it's, it's uh, that sterile aspect, though. Like, imagine that. That is, I do like that rather than a super soldier breeding and having multiple super soldier kids because that makes school a little bit difficult. You're talking about, oh, people are upset that transgender people. I was upset at one point because I don't think a man should fight a woman. I don't think a woman should fight a man. I just I don't like that. But if you have a separate league for it where it's transgenders fighting each other rather than having, you know, I, that I can understand. I just the the whole thing of like, I don't think a different genders should be fighting against each at least in a physical sport like that if they play fucking pool i don't care um <laughs> but if you have a whole elite race of super soldier kids against regular kids like you're telling me in wrestling that's going to be fair if like one kid can lift up a pickup truck and the other kid can't even lift up his fucking hand to grab the remote to switch it over when netflix says are you still watching so i got magneto up there for that reason we we headed there man what what where's Everything we see, all of this is from someone's imagination, and it's only a matter of time till we get to the point. We got CRISPRs, we got we got billionaires, we got islands, we got we're working on robots, we're working on um, Neuralink, linking with the internet. So, oh man, trying to get the internet faster, trying to get it more precise. It's the brain works better than the computer. We're trying to get the computer to be the brain, tell us what to do, master mold and X Men. We're trying to get Master Mold in these robots, start Terminator. <laughs> but why speed up the process? I feel like eventually we'll get to like maybe 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 years from now, if humankind lives that long, that we might actually develop those abilities. I mean, the human mind in the past 2,000 years. I don't get it. But I'm, but I'm a billionaire and I, I want it now. That's what I'm saying. The instant gratification thing pisses me off because I think maybe in a thousand years or a couple hundred years, eventually people will be able to crush a fucking can with their head. Um, you know, with like not crushing it up like a fucking idiot at a frat party, but being able to crush it with their mind. It's like the movie Accepted where the kid wanted to learn how to blow stuff up with his mind. I think eventually we could get to a point where people can start being doing amazing things like that with psychic abilities or something. But forcing it, man, it never goes right, man. If your fucking Internet buffers or it takes a couple minutes to load a youtube video because you're running across three different ads that last a total of 15 minutes what's to stop them from implementing that into you 5g we'll just turn it up we'll get it hotter we'll, we'll... so we're talking about islands and hidden technology and... talking about a lot of shit <laughs> yeah we're going there so these people on islands they got the technology they got the flying cars that we're supposed to have in 2000 they got all this stuff but man i want it so I have a little bit more than the peons. And so everything gets made. We got lasers. We got microwave weapons. We got uh, tungsten towers from space. If space is real. But um, 
Don't get me on the flat earth thing, man. No, it's just, it's, I just, it's so funny. Did you hear episode 731? No, I don't think so. I recommend listening to that because if enough people send him a message, he's going to let me release um, his uh, unpublished three hour flat earth episode because he turned out to be a flat earther. And he was like, I don't know if I want that out there unless 20 people message me. I love him to death, but it was like 20 minutes of me talking. So if anybody doesn't want to hear me talk, they can just listen to that one. But um, it's it, dude, I'm telling you, man, there's so much out there, even with technology. I mean, I get the perspective of someone that believes it's a flat earth, hollow earth, whatever. But it's so fucking hard. There's no truths anymore, man. That's why I say it's all bullshit. Like, it's so hard to even try and find an inclination of being right anymore. And when you feel like you are right onto something, and somebody goes, well, did you know they modified this? And I'm like, ugh. So everything's a lie past a certain amount of time back. You can't forget it. If you can't forget what she said about him, about being oh he's a piece of garbage uh the presidents and vice president they talk they hit on each other whatever but nobody remembers that so what's to say that like 60 years ago something was flipped and we don't know what's to say a hundred years ago years ago something was flipped and we don't know what's to say thousand years ago something was flipped and we don't know like pyramids and the ancient tech uh technologies and and uh i heard that like uh uh who was it one of the greek dudes was saying something about this this island that had like flying vehicles like Atlantis, the movie, the cartoon movie. Um, and so have you heard of Tartaria? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, and Tesla didn't come up with the technology if he's real. People saying that. And um, like uh, the Tesla Wait, towers. And why, what, why would Tesla not? See, I think. Tesla sounds more real to me because they also mentioned that he was like married to a pigeon or in love with a pigeon. So I was like, that makes a lot more sense. Like, I feel like that's, if you make a person more relatable, makes it probably true. Like how many people they talk about, like, you know, God sent down two bears to slaughter these whole 40 or 50 kids that were making fun of one guy. And it was like, well, it's a metaphor. It's like, but how much of that is true though? Like how much did a guy like just maybe trap two bears and release them on a family of kids or release them on a bunch of kids because he's being made fun of. I'm like, find the relatableness to it. Tesla, this amazing scientist where we would probably be in a way better society if he was, if he was right over Thomas Edison. But they were like, does Tesla exist? Well, he was also married to a pigeon, too. And it's like, fuck, that makes him way more relatable, which makes it way more true. Um, someone said he paid for something with a death ray. Like, here, here's the death ray. Let me get these things. His was but, a lot uh, bigger than what we picture it to be, like the alien blasters. His was like a giant fucking like observatory laser. So if that, all that might exist back then, why is it not now? And... um. There was a guy, this keeps getting brought up in other podcasts, but there was a guy, he took a bunch of uh, smoke detectors and took out the little whatever radioactive thing that's in there and put it in this leg container with a hole in it and just loaded it up and he made a death ray, but he got covered in lesions. And so there's there's people out here in garages testing all kinds of stuff on themselves. There's also people licking D batteries for the fucking shits and giggles of it too. And garages. So I'm like, there's the goods and the bads of society where I'm like, you're going to progress us into the next generation. Then there's the people that are like, you're going to hold this back for thousands of years. So I bet there is like a way to harvest uh, energy from the magnetic um, 
from the air. I from, I I, I honestly think with Operation Starship Prime, where we launched nuclear things into our atmosphere to try and dissipate some of that fucking um, whatever the what is it. The ozone atmosphere, we try to fix it by like launching nukes at it. I'm like, eventually, I think there'll be a device. The firmament. There'll be a device <laughs> that can probably suck up these radiation particles or these types of things that are keeping us um, or trapping the heat onto this planet in the atmosphere. I think eventually we'll develop a device that can capture those particles and be able to dissipate them. But here's the problem with that. And I heard this on a podcast. He was talking about. The reason why we have that layer, it's actually very protective for us because it also keeps us from getting massive skin cancer as well, too. There's an old theory called melanin theory. You ever hear about that? Like the equator and further from it? Yeah. So, well, you know, like most populations that are closer to the equator, you know, like darker skinned people, for instance, there was a giant thing when that solstice came. They were saying like uh, black people were going to get superpowers, which was fucking <laughs> it was strange. But it was like there's an old theory where people talk about like white supremacy. There was melanin theory where people of a darker skin color were proven to be stronger and better and all these other types of things, too, which if you're looking at probably like basketball or something would make sense. Um, because I, unless you're Larry Bird, but, um, they were talking about the melanin theory was this Luka, old, Luka Dockage. <laughs> they're talking about the melanin theory. Maybe that's there. There's some truth to that when it comes to the aspect of like, you know, darker skin or something like that, depending on where you're from, like in Africa, their, their sunburn, their exposure of cancer of that type of thing from the sun's radiation, that atmosphere is protecting us from that. Now, a lot of like, if, you know, if we go back a couple thousand years or something like that, they said that people would develop skin cancer at the age of 30, back in the old Egyptian times, people were experiencing like BCE, like people were experiencing dying of skin cancer way more than they are now because melanoma or whatever those types of things are the exposure to the sun's radiation that this atmosphere is now protecting us from but it's also making a lot of things unmanageable when it comes to weather conditions tornadoes and hurricanes and all this stuff but i'm like we're still finding out so fucking much about the earth where i'm like if they make a, de a device that can reduce the atmosphere reduce the ozone layer i'm like but what's that gonna do because we've kind of adapted to where we're at now assassin's creed okay. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna hit us with the, with the sun's gonna hit us the sun it's inevitable but um if we get the Faraday cage, we gotta protect us from the geostorm. We gotta the climate, the carbon, the the, the trees where you got to cut the trees down for paper. We gotta turn up the taxes for for driving, so I can have it and use it in moderation while you don't have it, and the planet's fine. But people want to switch over to electric cars, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense either. That seems like it's like a payment thing. It's getting more money to them rather than giving. You know, we're not really. They're not really worried. Like people are like, well, they're trying to save the environment. I'm like, I don't think they're trying to save the environment. I consider that if you're using an electric car, it's going to be more of money in their pocket, and that's why they want to push for it to be more sustainable. They're just giving you, like you said, one hand over here working while the other one's doing something else. That's the idea. Is they want you with this one hand. They want to tell you the environment's going to be saved if you switch to an electric car and then in the other hand they're like but really it's giving more money to us because the amount that takes to charge your vehicle is way more than it is gas wise area not unlocked 
area, not unlocked. Turning around, you cannot go past this point. If you go past this point, you are not able to reach a, a charging station. You oh must my stay God. within the bounds of the city. Can you imagine that? You're going to try and take a trip to Yellowstone in your brand new electric car. And as soon as you feel like you're about to get at least 100 miles or 50 miles away from your job, it starts telling you to turn around. You're not area locked. You're not becoming a member of productive society. And it turns you back into your house and you start to realize that the only place you can really travel now without your vehicle is as far as you can get on your fucking bike. Because now it's going to keep you locked down, making sure you're still being a productive member of society rather than taking that me time or giving that vacation to have fun with your friends so um a couple things you fucking blew my mind oh my god <laughs> i did not i did not even think of that as a possibility <laughs> it's gasoline is freedom you can go across country to each gas station but the charging parts are only in the cities i just picture you saying that but i pictured a person that's eating a hot dog and drinking a slurpee with their fucking finger in their belly button <laughs> so that's the goal wally people in the chairs we get we're sitting around we get everything delivered you get the food delivered you stay in the house you put your oculus on you play the games you you become an internet personality so you're, you're not outside you're not working with the people so you can tell you what it's like to work with other people and then um let's just be a consumer we are the battery we are what's charging the the economy getting everything delivered and oh and uh elon uh he gonna make uh he gonna make a highway four trucks that are battery operated without drivers for trucking and commerce and uh, underground road. Yeah, there's that too. Oh, and then there was someone, oh, I forget exactly the story, but there was like a, uh, oh, I wish I could remember who it was looking for uh, an amount of area of underground tunnels for experiments. And I'm just like, oh, they're making creatures. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather them do it underground than do it above ground. If I don't, I mean, honestly, it's the biggest question is like, if you don't see it, do you care? Like if you're not coming in, like if they're not making like, let's say in a lab, for instance, if they have a lab way underground, are you going to be happier with that than having it like right in your town? Like we're out in the open where it says like something like a stupid sign on it saying like massage parlor. And then you walk in there and you're like, this is you're cloning people in here. You're not doing massages. We all benefit from not seeing the atrocities the electric car battery we don't we don't know who's mining it and how much they're getting paid and those green um lithium battery leaf blowers and 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 uh lawnmowers with the headlights who's mining that why is it so cheap mm. it's 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 we're benefiting from not seeing we got phones every phone comes out um we'll never see well even now like people are looking at google since it's in paid partnerships like uh, what is it australia banned google um and i think facebook UK, i think yeah they banned facebook but also uk is starting to look at google a little bit more closely now and that's why you're seeing sponsorships on twitter for duck duck go 
you know, you're starting to realize like, are they just showing you what they want you to see and what fits their narrative rather than what's the truth? And that brings the hardest question because for so long, we've been thinking as soon as you type something in on Google, it's going to give you the true answer. It's going to give you every result that you look for. And now they're telling you that they're blending stuff. I'm afraid of technology in that aspect. I mean, I watched a video where a guy pulled up into his driveway. Then as he got out of his driveway, his headlights detached and of his car. They detached off his car and started flying around him like drones and lighting up his walkway so he could walk up to his house in the dark. And it was all connected to something on his wrist where he just double tapped it once he got up to his door and it went right back into his car. I'm like, that's where I like technology. That's pretty fucking interesting. But also I have the humble side of me, which wants things to be also human, where you should either leave the light on when you leave or you have to stumble up to your fucking house like a drunk asshole and unlock your fucking door in the dark and drop your keys multiple times when you're like, I just want to get in the house and heat up a hot pocket. We all want superpowers, you see? Um, so you could just have a flashlight on your keychain. I didn't even think of that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of, uh, first off, I was thinking like the night vision goggles they show you where it says as seen on TV where you're driving. I have problems driving at night and you have the yellow fucking golf shades on. Um, I have, I'm a welder, so I have like night blindness. So I actually want to go to the extreme and maybe get a pair of uh, night vision goggles. Well, instead of changing your eye color through CRISPR, to like purple or some other shit that makes you Instagram popular. Imagine if I told you I could give you night vision so you can be able to see at night. I'd be ready. But you have to be deaf. <sighs> That's how it goes, man. I feel like if you're giving somebody right, that you ability, to, you don't get to pick. But Riddick already had a drawback. He couldn't see in the light. You know, it's already a drawback. That's what I'm saying is <laughs> if you're going to have that, like if there's a scientist in an office and a family goes in there and they said, we're being able to modify your baby's genetics, they have to do something where people wouldn't go so far. Like whatever you choose for your kid has to have an equal as bad thing to it. Because it's going to make you rationalize things. And I don't think even if you're a parent, you should be, if you can take out your kid, like if you find out your kid's going to be mentally challenged or is going to have some type of handicap through life, like one arm, then yeah, you should fix that if you can. But if you're going to be like, I want my kid to be the fastest kid in the world. You're like, hang on a fucking second. He's gonna gonna have these problems because any rational person, any rational parent would be like, I don't want my kid to have that just to be super fast. You're gonna think humanly. If you're gonna put something inside of yourself, if you're gonna have night vision, then you have to be blind during the day. It's gonna make you weigh those options out of like, I don't know, that's not fucking fun if I only can go out at night. So the CRISPR, you get to pick it all, baby. Ain't no drawbacks. We just gonna do it for the research. And um, what if it's like in a uh, in a video game? You have like the you have like ah, uh, you got your, your three ability points, and you got like five things to choose from, and you got want to fill one up, or you want to fill up another one. It's gonna be like ah, uh, you got I'll spread them out, or I'll put them where where I think is best. Is, is it better to be an all around person, or is it better just to be good at one thing? So whenever that one thing comes your way, I know that's against the norm because they teach you like, make sure if you're good at something, you put all your effort into it. It's like, yeah, but I also want to make sure like, okay, I'm really good at writing, but then I can't talk to people. I can't 
you know, move around. I can't do all these types of things where all the other abilities should be spread out. It's like, I want to make sure I can still function as a person and also be okay, or at least manageable at everything I come across. Kind of like Black Widow and Avengers. They're like, have you ever studied um, quantum physics? And she's like, only to make conversation. There's a good point to that. Being able to at least muster up or average is not so bad. And everyone's like, do you want to average? Do you want to be the best? It's like, yeah, but a lot of people that are the best aren't really good at anything else. Michael Jordan might be the best at basketball, but he's not exactly the nicest type of dude. So I'm pretty good at a lot of stuff. And uh, it's like being self-aware is real important. If you are good at one thing and you go into that one thing, you made it, you know? Maybe you get you could maneuver some things and monetize what you what you know you're good at. Maybe you can do your singing thing, or maybe you won't succeed. You know. Oh, and you're talking about yeah, you're talking about oh man, the powers with the drawback. Clack 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 clack. I'm a gamble. Throw them dice, baby. You know how many people lose their houses? How many people lose their families over gambling? Um, even. So back to predictive programming, I got man bad over here for a couple of reasons. Um, the 1990s animated series, Batman, they got man bad. They, they got the chimeras. They got, uh, he's flying. He's in his jeans. They got um, the lizard in um, Spider-Man. He, he can grow his arm back because that's what he wanted. But he, the drawback is uh, he turns to a lizard on accident and people gambling. People want it. I want want more do you want to gamble on something like that though knowing that there's a possibility that your life might be worsened forever and you're never going to be able to fix it on the risk that what you'll be able to walk again that just scares me man like i feel like that's a person at the end of their rope i know plenty of people that can't use their legs and they talk about how like yeah, at one point they wanted to be able to walk again, but everything they found from like this other stage of enlightenment and other things they've worked on in their life that has gotten them to a point of happiness where that they don't really care for that anymore. And it's just like, man, the ability to f change something that might be severely wrong with you, but at the risk of what something else that you might not know that problem is. I think that's the ability of adapting, for instance, like I had my tooth pulled my biggest fear was like, oh my God, I'm losing a tooth. I can't believe that. But then once I got it out, like I've had it for a couple of months now where I'm like, I'm fucking used to it. Like I don't even really notice it. Like I notice it if I fucking try and like be like focus on it, like stick my finger or whatever in the hole. Like that's what people do. It's like when you have shit on your hand, you keep sniffing it. It's like, it's like, why? Oh, it smells like shit. Like you fucking know it smells like shit. Um, but <laughs> it's like, Whatever problem that we experience now and we want to be solved, like even with technology, when a phone came out, now the problem is like people are talking shit on you on social media. Well, that wasn't an issue before social media was created. So everything that's made our life better has also created a problem. People are like, well, it fixed that problem. So it's fixing the problem that initially created. So it's like everything has a drawback to it. Everything turns into a new form and goes a different way. So if you want to get superpowers at the expense of something, how big is that fucking risk? And are you willing to accept that risk not knowing that you don't even know what that risk is like? You know, if I say you're going to lose an arm because of something, it, well, hey, man, I get to be the smartest person in the world and I, I still got an arm. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. You don't know what that pain is. So you can't say yes to that. 
But did you read the terms and conditions? Nobody <laughs> reads that shit. Exactly. So you signed, oh man, I want night vision. And you didn't read that it makes you deaf. You didn't read that your toe falls off. You didn't, side effects are blah, blah, blah. Then it's going to sell you, sell to you as convenience. Ah, oh, bro, you want the Amazon package? Here's the convenient barcode. You want, you want one world currency? Here's the convenient, put your name on it. We'll put you credit score. Oh, you said this on social media. Oh, man, we got to take a couple of your dollars. Oh, you actually said this on social media. You can't go to the bank. Just like Johnny Depp, I want a better fucking lawyer. <laughs> oh, you said this on social media. You can't get a lawyer. Nobody will represent you. Yeah, it's just uh, it's tough. It's so it's so tough. There's just too many things that I feel like we like a lot of people don't see. Like it's so hard because you like see the bigger picture. It's so hard when there's so much of the picture you don't have information of. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like instead of everybody being like, I'm wide open mentally, it's like, no, you're looking through a fucking keyhole because all the other information isn't given to you. I like that. There's this one meme. It's a giant, giant circle. Is all the knowledge ever, and then there's like this itty bitty dot, and it says how much you know. It's true, man. I mean, it's hard too because once you start opening up that little tiny dot or whatever, it starts you start realizing how small you actually know, and that's what scares a lot of people. That's where you see people freak out on social media, go QAnon, and all that type of stuff. I'm like, there's a sliver of truth, but you got to make sure you're not you know stringing up people that have nothing to do with it on the idea that they said something um one dude was like hey doing this and that isn't right and i just said like blindly following anyone isn't right either like one of my favorite words is discernment like it's the ability to take the information in and then take the parts that like this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm checking out. This is what I believe. I took, I looked, I took it all in as much as I could. And this is where I'm at in the situation. Do you ever feel like, or do you ever get maybe blowback on some of the things you talk about? No, I'm so small. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I have another channel that did better. It's just video game stuff, but um, there's been a chilling effect after the inauguration. People talk about it like, hey, can you say these things without getting got? And I was like, damn, soon we're going to have a baby and I can't lose my job. Oh, congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Getting close to the close to the finish line. Um, does it does do you ever because I I just talked to someone recently who's about to have a kid as well. Do you feel like are you a little bit fearful for the world? What's going to be like in the future? Cause I don't even have kids. I'm not even close to having kids. I don't know if I want kids yet. Cause I'm like, man, the future's so scary. I worry about my little nephews, the ones that are growing up in this thing. I'm like, man, fucking school back for me was like, I thought that was terrible when Facebook was becoming a thing. And now I'm looking at it like, fuck, you're going to have a whole host of problems. I won't even ever get to know what experience is like. Like imagine COVID when it was first coming out, and you were in a gym class. Like, what the fuck? Like, what did you do? Um, I don't know what to do about gym class. But I think every parent and every generation and every 
like at every generation there's people who are saying how could you bring up a child in this time like world war ii's happening the nazis what, what's the future gonna be like no one knows and what are we why are we here to continue the line to <laughs> i don't think you should not have kids because there's an issue or how could you bring a kid into this world it's like the world's always gonna have fucking problems but it's like how are the i look at it like what what host of problems is my kid gonna deal with like oh my god like i just i can't think what the next 50 60 years i'm gonna be like oh my god like I didn't ever even thought of that. There was like a, an alternate Twitter that got even worse for kids. Like, I, I don't know. I have uh, an idea. I don't know if this will work out, but all forms of media have been recorded. All the cartoons we've grown up on are recorded. So I'm wondering if I can just make him watch older stuff johnny bravo and all that i had the same idea yeah uh master of the universe transformers get them get them on that retro stuff nintendo 64 get them a childhood through that to get to the older stuff to get to the screens but like something off the internet you know keep them uh just take off mr meaty i don't know if you've ever seen that show but jesus man you want to talk about a show that will mess a kid up? Oh, okay, I did see. I, it, uh. The fact that that was a Nickelodeon show is amazing to me because they had an episode where Parker accidentally fried his hand and they started eating it. It's just puppets, but it's so it's so nuts. Where I'm like, how did this become a? Th I just watched the other day every uh, Nickelodeon intro from 1980 to 2020. I think it was. Wow. Like, it just shows you, I was like, why are they getting shorter? Because, like, back in the 1980s, they were long, and they were, like, th good theme songs to it. Like, had a lot of, like, creative effort into it. And then by the time it hit 2020, it was, like, Nickelodeon. And that was it. And I was like, what happened? And my buddy's like, kids' attention spans. I was like, oh, my God. Like, wow. Cutting it down from, like, and you got to see that dramatic change in a year was, like, a full minute and 50 and then it was just like a minute 40, a minute 30, a minute and 50 seconds, 40 seconds, 20, a second. And you're like, wow, like we really need to get to our shows. It's all by design. It's all to get us to, like I said, we have now we have the attention span of a goldfish. And even you said instant gratification. We can just look up whatever we want. We can get whatever we want when we want it. Um it's by design to get our attention span short. We we get they can just tell us, nah, that didn't happen a month ago. No, nah, it didn't happen a year ago. <laughs> Anything Biden ran on, the opposite happened a few months later. But nobody remembers he said those things back three months ago. Um it's 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 gets you uninvolved. No community, no churches. No, I play video games and talk online and order your Amazon. Sit in your house and be uh, be mindless to what's going on around you. I don't want you going out into the world and exploring. This area is locked. We're going to keep you inside your home. I love the uh, area is locked. It's one of my favorite like metaphors. Like uh, you scared you the shit out of me. I'm glad it excites <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I've. Uh... Truman Show. You ever watched Truman Show? Yeah. It's amazing. 
I uh, mess with my best friend. I'm like, are you that redhead in the uh, in the Truman Show? <laughs> so like the last, let's see, all of my 19 years, I've lived in the same spot and I've never really ventured out. And then I'm like, how do you venture out if, if it's a simulation? How do you uh, quick travel and destination stuff? I'm like, usually I'm driven. <laughs> Bro, you're going to create a whole new flat earth theory. Imagine if people start, imagine 100, 200 years from now, it just gets to the point where people are like, everybody you're talking to is in a whole other world, which technically is true if you really look at the grand scheme of things. Me and you are in two completely different worlds, basically. I mean, we're on the same planet, but we're in two different like cities or whatever. So two different worlds, practically. I mean, what Long Island has, what, 9 million people living into it? So it's like, that's us. That's some, that's like the population of some countries. So if you look at this, imagine 200 years from now, there's a new flat earth theory where it's like, it ends after your town. There is, you'll fall off the ends of the ice walls or whatever the hell it goes. And it's like, that's, and then people just start being afraid to travel outside of their fucking street. You know, it's like being a kid and your parent tells you don't leave the driveway. Next thing you know, you're stuck in your home and you don't want to know what Canada's like. You don't want to know what these other countries are like. Um, we're not allowed to go there no ways anymore. But, um, so, you watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. You remember the simulation episode where he's like trying to out out Fox the guys who threw him in the simulation where it's like a treadmill, but it's auto generating the world in front of you. I don't know if I've seen that episode. I thought you were talking about like the train episode. No, they were trying to get uh get his safe key code and they're trying to get the formula for uh everlasting fuel or something. Well, what, the, what was happening is the world was auto-generating and they were running, but it was running in place like a treadmill and the world, they, they had to like uh, crash it to, uh, to get to the edge of it. And then. Um, Sometimes these cartoons hit a little too close to home. Like it had me fucked up for a while when I had a, a guy on here tell me birds weren't real. And I was like, what? And I watched the Rick and Morty episode where the bird like glitched in space or whatever, or glitched in the world. Everything just like deja vu kind of, er, and they're like, wait a minute, we're in a simulation. I was like, oh no, please no. Um, Simple Rick, baby, simple Rick. <laughs> so there's uh, the idea of like the, in, in Tartaria, they say that like the old churches and even like the Lincoln Memorial, there's these buildings that were there that civilization built around that were already there. But like uh, a common element is like the, the tower, the tower with the spire with like some stuff yeah. at the top of it. And um, like the Eiffel Tower and um, like they would, they would uh, absorb the energy uh, just from the surroundings and it's just hidden technologies. Oh, man. What's I don't you're you're you're, you're making me schizophrenic. <laughs> you're making me question a lot of things because now I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower. Like, did do we just is that was that already here and we just crafted it or chiseled it out like a Roman statue or Greek statue of a god or something and make it look like this thing and then say it's a it's a oh. tourist attraction hotspot? I remember where I was going. 
Um, so I actually have the Eiffel Tower written on my board because like even uh modern uh electrical towers, uh they're kind of shaped like the Eiffel Tower with the they have branches and the so getting back to the birds aren't real. Uh I watched the video go step by step through a different process, not saying birds are real. I mean, not saying that birds aren't real. Um the idea is that you can gather electricity from its surrounding uh, source. Like uh, people say that birds, <laughs> birds, uh, that they land on the power line and that's how they charge, right? So I watched this thing. Uh, it talked about putting cameras on power lines. It just clipped on, it doesn't plug in, but it still charges by the current going through it and it irradiating like enough energy to charge. And then they went through the process of changing it to something else. And then they put the camera on a bird and then they charge the bird. And it, uh, it's the reverse of birds aren't real. It's just them making, going through the process of making something that land on it and charge just like uh, the towers or whatever would charge uh, in Tartar. Damn it, man. I'm starting to think birds aren't real because that has some – there's some good – this is what I say. It gets very, very hard when you like when you start like looking at these perspectives of like a flat earther or a hollow earth or whatever because then you're looking at like everything that their way that are describing it actually could make some sense. And I'm like that's when it gets a little bit scary, and that's why I say everything's bullshit. It's because it's like really, really hard to be able to have a definitive answer when every definitive answer that you have is just a perspective of somebody else. You know, Bo Burnham has that song where he goes, everything you thought or everything that you say just comes from somebody else has told you or information that you heard from somewhere before. And it's like, that's a hundred percent true. Maybe everything they tell you about the earth being round or everything like this, it all come like the people that are flat earthers talk about how like, that's what they want you to know. It's like, What's the end game? Where's the Thanos snap? What's the thing that is like, what are they showing me? But what's the truth? So we know well, who's telling us the earth is round. We know who made the rockets. Wasn't there something called Project Paperclip? Oh, Jesus. So everybody click, clickety-clacking on... Uh, Okay, so I'm I'm a general conspiracy theorist. I look into all of them and take them all in, know the facts, but maybe not believe them. Like Flat Earth, I know a bunch about it, but maybe I don't believe it. Um, but they say uh, it's it's CGI because uh, they well, we all got Photoshop. We all what movies? Thanos, Thanos look real as hell. So um, he had a nutsack for a chin. Hey, he had them scars. He had pores. He was. You could touch him, but um, even Elon's current launches, I'm like, man, that weird, that weird, the one that looks like a rocket, a toy rocket. Oh man, them videos do not look good. But um, yeah, CGI, you know, it's possible. It's uh, internet, whatever, anything through a screen. Like I was saying, what even is reality? Um, I like the term anything through a screen because it's like you shift it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's an extra sketch. It's curated. It's, uh, it's filtered so you can see it. Uh, but oh my God, it's, uh, 
just everything everything's just okay so i said what even is reality and what reality is is what you can touch and what you can see twitter and cancel culture that's not reality that's corporations listening to people who are trying to be in this realm the reality you see all oh, the races are fighting and it's so bad but when you go to a grocery store you're like hey oh excuse me uh can you reach that for me yeah that's fine that's reality that's it's we the things that we talk about and things that we see do they affect us do the chimeras affect me do does the Neuralink not yet affect me uh all the things we we regurgitate it's all information that we've heard from somebody else and said again and like the flat earth thing i've never come up with any of it. i'm regurgitating uh but reality is person to person you, you relationships with your people um uh the presidential stuff trump was cool and then biden got boring and we all knew exactly what the puppeteers would do with biden with the stamp and we would life goes on and you gotta make your stuff and your money you gotta eat you gotta not be bored you gotta find your time play your games talk with friends you know it's gonna continue forever that way you're never gonna well i have seen alex jones in person congratulations man i'm jealous i really am that'd be awesome to meet that guy i, I bet he's not like how hyped up he is on a lot of shows it was it stuff. was at a protest i didn't meet him in person but i've i've been within 10 feet of him was he out as outrageous as everyone sees or i feel like that's a lot of that's a massage he was he was megaphone um at least you know that's him on screen and off screen. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it was uh, him and Nick Fuentes, and they went to the Capitol, and I was there. I was there early, so I could see him. Oh, and I had uh, I had taken a video, and I had some news people reach out for the video. I'm like, yeah, of course, use it, put it out. It's should, him. Should him put a disclaimer the at the bottom for it. Yeah, I should have put a uh, wet mark at least, but they said they'd credit me but i just was like man um but that was that was fun i uh used to do some infowars protesting and stuff and uh just like awareness infowars i still got bumper stickers but um yeah yeah they even knew about me because i would do some stuff and they'd uh they'd retweet my tweets and i saw rob do but my wife told me I had to go up. To, if I were to go up there, I'd be masked up. And so I was like, Rob, Rob. But he's like, side on me. Real, he's off trying to get his shot. And I'm like, Rob, is uh, I'm probably creeping him out. <laughs> um, yeah, I've done. I've, like I said, I'm good at a lot of things. You know, I've had more viral accounts. Than I'm trying to do this separately <laughs> well we've been talking about for an hour and a half brandon where can uh people find you at man i know you said it in the beginning but what's it where can people find you again so uh you can follow me on youtube and twitter and yeah at skeptophobia s-k-e-p-t-i-p-h-o-b-i-a i'm brand the skeptic most of the skeptic phobia podcast um that's about it did we cross off everything on your billboard no <laughs> what's left um the color purple that is that the only one left 
Um, actually, what did we, we got- talk about? We talked about Assassin's Creed, Tataria, Infinite Energy, Eiffel Tower, superpowers. Uh, well, we didn't you told to me the- a couple fucking things you were bringing to the table. Not <laughs> as soon as you said the board, I was like, how many does he have written on this board? Chimeras, cyborgs, uh, gene editing. Uh, we didn't get to DMT and aliens, but we all know about that. Well, that means you'll have to come back for another episode. All right. Uh, yeah, the color purple. Okay, we'll have to save that for another one. All right, you'll see it. Start looking. Start, <laughs> from, all right, from now until right, you gotta tell me now. Like, I gotta, I gotta see it. It's like when you find out that the FedEx lettering there's an arrow in it, so it's like, oh my god, it fucks your brain up. All right, you gotta tell me the color purple. So, I'll, all right, the color purple. Um, just Google any biden thing anything from the like the first couple weeks or whatever um but there's purple everywhere so the idea see i know i'm just i'm just a consumer of these and i'm a regurgitator so the idea of like pinks and purples are supposed to subliminally uh convince you that this is truthful that's the idea um so color theory like like wearing red for instance makes you uh can make you more hostile towards someone like people wear red shirts makes you more hostile in an argument and yellow is fear and i think there's a few others but i'm only i've only i've only followed a couple accounts about the color purple but biden got a box of these these the stack in purple all their ties purple the chicks all they're wearing is purple Kamala, everybody's wearing purple it's to convince you that this is trustworthy and this is uh, up front, but it's like in here and it's not telling you. It also invokes empathy to the color purple. And so this Twitter account, uh, Human Vibration, if you want to check them out, they're always like pointing out the color purple in, in weird uh, circumstances. And they show there's like a whole thread about what it does and um, that like pinks and purples aren't actually there's like a, like you know the vis- visible light spectrum yeah well like the pink is like a manufactured color it doesn't exist and um in the vi- visible light st- spectrum it's actually you have to mix some things and it is a persuasive you start seeing it in um just weird trying to be persuasive videos um And like, oh, uh, that's what it was. Gil Bates. What color is his sweater? Skeptophobia podcast, right? That's where <laughs> people can't find you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, that's that's too much for my brain right now. I got to Google that now. God. Oh, man. I see the issue is I don't want to discover something and then never see that real or what I saw before once I figure out the new thing. You know what True. I mean? True. Like the number 33. No, no, I don't. I don't even <laughs> want to know what that one is. If it means that you could take them both and make eight, then I'm okay with that. But if you're telling me there's something about 33 that if I, you tell me it, I'm never going to see it the same. I just. Well, it's just a celebrity thing, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> two, uh, we do another episode. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast and stay tuned for our next episode.